Yes, you've got the right podcast. This was Invest Like a Honeybee, and before that was called Shrink Money Advice. And I want to explain why the change, and and I believe this is the last change we'll make in this podcast. I realized most recently that one of the crazy things that stop people from taking on an investment profile is the complex nature, how difficult people keep throwing at us, the consumers, about money matters. So... The podcast is going to stay relatively the same, but I'm going to focus on keeping it simple because Be Money Simple is about that. Once once we unravel those complex terms, terms that affect all of us, you can then understand the steps you need to become rich. Rich means you bring in more money than you spend. Then you begin to develop wealth, which means you have enough residual income so that you are free to do whatever you want every day. And to get there, we need to unravel money complexity or make it be money simple. And yes, the 10 lessons from the beehive are interwoven into this because it works. It's worked for me. But I'm going to use this example to tell you how be money simple is just about that. We're going to make money simple for you. So let's get started on the podcast. And remember, it's now called Be Money Simple. So when you get it, it's it's coming from me. Welcome to Be Money Simple, the podcast where we unravel the complexities of money to help you become rich and wealthy. Please remember, I'm not an investment advisor. Before you make any changes to your portfolio, discuss it with your investment professionals. Be Money Simple. Making money simple to make you wealthy. Let's get started. And I'm, I'm bringing you this podcast uh, because, first of all, it, all this stuff really happened this weekend. Secondly, I think it's helpful for us to really look at some things that are important. So um, I don't invest in car companies, and maybe this is an example of why I don't, but I don't think so. It's about other things. But I, I wanted to bring it up because... Customer service is something, you know, when you look at buying a business or investing in a company, if they are reaching out to the public, if they're some type of service industry, you want to look at the quality of the service they provide. So today I'm going to talk about an experience Mary and I had just a couple of days ago with um, three, uh, well, two of them were with Mary and one was just myself. Volkswagen Chatham, which is a car dealership. The Lumberjack Restaurant in Windsor, and I'm going to also talk about an incredible place, Spice and Curry, which is an Indian restaurant in Chatham, Ontario. So the examples I'm going to give you in this, uh, or the stories I'm going to tell you, go from incredibly pathetic, I think, to incredibly exceptional. So here we go. A couple days ago, I'm doing the usual Canadian ritual. I have the car ready to go because we have to put the winter tires on. So we book an appointment at the Volkswagen Chatham dealership who have my winter tires stored on the rims. So the idea being, you you know, we go in and we, every season, we change them. They store them for 50 bucks or whatever it is a year, probably more. And then they put them back on. So the appointment was for 11 o'clock. Um, the plan was that Mary and I would go and she'd do some shopping around there. Two minutes away is one of the greatest shoe stores we know with incredible service. So she was going to check on some shoes and a few other things while I sat and waited for the, you know, the tires to get put on. So we, uh, 
I arrive at quarter to 11. Now, today, I guess you'd say I'm time blind because I'm always early. So time blindness is a, I guess it's a disability in my family. We were supposed to come early. If you come at 11, you're late. So I came at quarter to 11. I arrive, park my car, go in, and the person at the desk says, well, um, here's some paperwork for you to fill out, but I'll print it off and I'll bring it into the waiting room in five minutes for you to sign. So I go into the waiting room and I pull up my phone and you know, sort of sit there and look. I notice there's a lot of people waiting, but, you know, what are you going to do? Um, I wait 15 minutes. No one comes in. So I go out. By this time, it's like 5 after 11. And I say, I thought you wanted me to sign. Can I sign something? And she says, uh, no, no, you can sign after. And I see my car is still sitting where I parked it. And it's 5 after 11. I'm thinking, this is weird, but that's okay. I go back and sit and wait. I come out at 11.15, uh, sorry, almost 11.30, and I, because my car, I can see my car from where I'm sitting. It's still where I parked it. So I come out and I say, um, can you tell me what's going on with my car? Oh, we're, we're working. I goes, well, no, you're not, because it's, it's right there. I can see it. And she says, well, um, you're, next in, you're next up. Okay, fine. So I go back and sit down. At 10 to 12, I come out. Because my car is still sitting there, hasn't moved. And she looks at me, she goes, the technician's working on it. I go, no, they're not working. Now, let's stop for a minute. I am really uh, pleased to say that the work of Dr. Gabor Mate, M-A-T-E, has really inspired me. Not just because it helped me fine-tune one very important thing. Dr. Mate talks about it's important that there's a thing called normal anger. And... You have to release that in an appropriate way or else it can cause you a lot of physiological problems. So as I'm standing there thinking about the lie I was just told, oh, by the way, I also, as I'm seeing there over here, all the social media talk, that there are a number of people who actually, I feel bad for the people working on cars because there's so many people walking around this dealership who don't seem to do anything. Uh, but talk about social media or pretendly go get a coffee or bathroom or go into some room that has a special lock on it. They have a room with a special, you know, security lock. I don't know. There must be taco bars in there or something. Anyway, so I come out and I, I, she's telling me, no, it's, uh, and I say, no, it's, you're lying to me. And as, as I'm thinking of Dr. Mate and what he would say, and I hope I'm saying that correct, you should, you should really listen to his interview at the Diary of a CEO on YouTube. It's an amazing, amazing interview. Anyway, I say, well, no, it's, it's there. Well, we're working on it. He goes, no, you're not working on it. And so in this time I had texted Mary and said, what do you want me to do? It's been an hour. And Mary said, do whatever you think's right. So I look at her and she says, it's going to, if we take it in, I said, how long is it going to be? She said, well, if we take it in, it'll be another 45 minutes. By this time, we're already at 12 o'clock. So I say to her, I say, like, is there a car I can borrow? No, we don't have any cars. Got to wait. And at this point, the anger's there, which is, I think, a normal anger because I've been lied to and continually being lied to. And I simply said, look, Put the tires in my car. I'm going elsewhere. And she looks at me like puzzled. Like, what do you, what do you, you, you want us to put the, yeah, put the tires in my car. I'm going elsewhere. So then the manager, they have a service manager who sits in a nice little office who used to be an amazing service, uh, customer service guy there, but he got, so did such a good job. They promoted him to incompetence, comes out and says, oh no, I, I, you know, I'll help whatever. 
He runs out, so I wait. I stand and wait. Fifteen minutes later, the car comes around. Now, let me give you another bit of a history. In 1970, no, 2017, sorry, to 2018, I bought five cars at this dealership. Five. I think that's quite a few cars. And I'm about ready probably to need one soon. And it's not that I collect them or anything. I bought them. It's a long story, but they were put to good use. And that doesn't matter. That's fine. But the fact that I had communicated that I just... here Here's what I needed. I needed a, a getaway, a way to get to my wife, who was outside off and on in a rainy day, two minutes away, to drive the five minutes to the Indian restaurant, five minutes from the dealership, where we were going to have lunch, which would have given them ample time in their incompetent way to arrange to have the winter tires put on their car. But they didn't stop to think, what was I really saying? And I was telling them, I need a car. No, we're not going to do that. So we, uh, put the, I finally, 20, a little passive aggression, right? So the, the and the poor tech, technician guy who's already behind, they make him bring the car out and face me. And I, I was very, I'm, through this whole process, as Dr. Mate says about, you know, normal aggression, I'm not disrespectful. I'm simply stating the truth. You're lying to me. You're telling me you're working on my car, and I can see it. It's sitting right there. So you make up another story and another story, and you just don't care, and that's okay. Just say, we don't care about you. We never want your service again. That's fine. So the poor technician pulls the car on. I feel really bad for the guy because he's thinking it's his fault. I said, man, it's okay. And he, he, he apologized because he had to move some stuff out of the trunk to get all four tires in on the rims. And I said, don't worry about it. It's okay. You're doing good. And drove and picked up Mary. So obviously as I'm driving away, I'm saying to myself, I will never buy another car and I will never bring my car back here for service. Done. Over. I don't care if I have to drive to Windsor or London, which is an hour and a half away, and have a nice lunch and have, I don't care. Or I'll find, really my goal is, and I think I have, I'm hoping, found a more local person who works on these cars and will take care of most of our needs. So I go and pick up Mary, and we go to uh, Spice and Curry in Chatham, Ontario, a little Indian restaurant in a small strip mall. Sorry, in Chatham, Ontario, I think I said. In a little strip mall, Spice and Curry. Now, the food service specialist, I call them, who came to, who came out when we sat. We said, we'd like to eat in. Yeah, that's fine. We sat down. And she brought a menu. I said, well, the bad news is, you know, Mary has celiac. You know that because we, we do buy a fair amount of food there a weekly, you know, once a week maybe or every other week. And I said, and the really bad news is I've got this gout thing that pops up. So anything with tomatoes... And I told her the story. I'd eaten a small slice of tomato on a bacon and tomato, and I blew up for a week on my foot. And it's the same foot that I've had surgically repaired because of a ruptured Achilles. Not that that's relevant here, but it seems to be the only foot that caused me problems. And I said, I also have this thing with dairy. And she looks at me and she says, well, that pretty much kills most of our Indian menu. But here's what we can do. And she started problem solving. And the chef came out. Maybe we can do this, and maybe we can do that. And would you mind if we... I said, I don't care. You do whatever you want to do. Um, you know, we'd love to eat your food. Just just go ahead and do that. And so they turned out and they made, I think, three and put together. Some were on the menu, some were off. An amazing lunch for us. Incredible chicken with incredible... Now, now butter chicken's my favorite, but I can't have that anymore. Long story short... <laughs> 
the customer service was incredible. They heard what we wanted, what we needed to have in many cases because of Mary and my dumb foot. And they, they provided it. And it's uh, spice and curry. I've never had a customer service issue there. They're nothing but professional. The food is incredible. I've had Indian food, and, and I was introduced to it by my son because I hadn't eaten it most of my life, and I started eating it, and I've had it in Halifax. I've had it in Toronto. I've had it all over the place. This place in Chatham, Ontario, spice and curry is one of the best I've ever had. Mary would say the same in most people who've been there. And I've also talked to some friends from India who say the same thing. So that kind of tells me it's a good place. Spice and Curry, Chatham, Ontario. Incredible service. In contrast to the moment previous Volkswagen Chatham experience. Now, I should also tell you that I took a, another Volkswagen we have to a car to a car dealer called Chester European Auto in Chester, Nova Scotia. They just fix cars. And when you drive in, they just fix European cars, mainly Volkswagen. So when you drive in, you see all these Volkswagen van bugs and all these cars. You think, man, there's a this is like a used car dealership. No. Every car in that lot is waiting to be repaired or worked on. So I called to make an appointment to do the same thing, to put winter tires on. I had to buy the winter tires because I didn't have any and to put them on. So I call and the professional says to me, um, will you be uh, getting a ride back? Like, do you have something? I said, no, I can't. She said, well, normally I would drive you. This <laughs> is the person on the phone. She said, normally I would drive you, but I can't because of the schedule going on around here. But let's get you in really early so you don't have to wait so long. Now, let's think about that for a minute. I'm just getting tires. Okay, they're $800 or something off, and, and they're going to put them on rims and do all this stuff. The, 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 the technician mechanic comes up and talks to you, um, it's an incredible place. It's not a dealership. It's a small business. There's three or four full-time mechanics. People drive for hours to have their car worked on by this place. And it's not just the competence, obviously, of getting your car. It's the service. They ask you questions. They don't. They 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 understand the importance of service. Now let me just finish with what happened yesterday. So yesterday. I have a 7 a.m. meeting in Windsor, Ontario at a place called the Lumberjack Restaurant. It's a basic breakfast restaurant, but I've been there for lunch a few times, and it's a, it's, an old, it's a bit like a diner, great breakfast, and they open at 7. I go there maybe five times a year, six times a year, so not, very, not too often. So we, I arrive, my meeting's at 7. At 1 minute to 7, the open light goes on, the door opens. I go in. The service professional says, oh, I haven't seen you in a while. Good to see you. Pick a table anywhere you'd like. Um, I'll get the, the, the pot of decaf ready for you. Uh, it'll be ready shortly. And I'm thinking, man, I haven't been here like four months. She sees probably hundred, and there's one service technician, per, not service, sorry, food specialist for all most of the people. I think there's one other part-time uh, person, but that's it for, and it, and it probably has like 30 tables. And sometimes at breakfast, you'll see like 15 tables at a time full. So we, we got there. Not only did they open on time, she remembered some things. So I have my meeting with my first colleague, great friend, business partner. And then I realized I could have another meeting after that to save some time if I could have it right there at the same restaurant. So I say to the person, I say, look, um, would you mind? I'm going to finish this meeting with my, bu my buddy here. Would it be okay if I have another meeting right after that here at the same table? It's kind of weird because I'm not going to have breakfast, but he might. I might have a coffee or something. She said, oh, yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't take your time. So sure enough, 
the other colleague comes and we have a great meeting and he buys breakfast. I buy him breakfast and I have another order of toast, which I probably didn't need. And she was nothing but complimentary about what we need. Anything else you need? She kept the entire time. And then at the end of the day or the end of the time period, I asked for the bill. She brings the bill over and I said, look, I, I want to take care of you because I know you, you know, there's a tip on the on the meal, which is great, all the food we purchased. But I want to give you this. So I gave her $40 just, just for being nice and being understanding that I'm taking up a table and I'm not running up a lot of, you know, breakfast isn't that expensive. I'm not running up. But here's this $40 for you. And I still want to add the tip to the bill because that has to be distributed among all the people. And maybe you even want to do it with this 40 I don't know. But here's, a, here's just a thank you for this. What a great experience between the Spice and Curry in Chatham, Ontario, the Lumberjack Restaurant in Windsor, Ontario, Chester European Auto in Chester, Nova Scotia. Contrast with the experience at Volkswagen Chatham, which was pathetic. Now, I'm not getting paid to consult, but let me just tell you a couple things. We will not, and we haven't, we, we usually receive a rating scale from the dealer right away. We didn't get one for this. I would imagine they pretty put much put it down as a, as a visit didn't exist, didn't happen. So nobody in who owns that shop or Volkswagen Canada or whoever, but I'll send them a link to this podcast and maybe they'll figure it out. But nobody cares. That was the problem. That was the difference between what happened at the uh, Spice and Curry in Chatham, the Lumberjack Restaurant, or the Chester European Auto. Now, it's, and the other thing that you can tell as a customer is it's not a con to try to get your business. The three incredible experiences were because people really wanted to give you an incredible experience. That was their um, DNA. That's what got them up in the morning. That's what got them to work. That's what they enjoy is helping you. It's not because it's going to result in more sales or, you know, I'm going to buy more Indian food or, you know, Chester Auto doesn't sell cars, European Auto. Um, But they know I'm going to tell people, but they don't need business because they have so many cars. They're they're three weeks behind. They have so much work to do. But my point is there's a, a truth and an intentional truth. And as Dr. Mate said, I needed to be honest about the the anger I was feeling, and I think I I really want to thank um, the doc for that advice because it's health wise. Like I mean, when we sat down to have uh, the Indian food, I wasn't even thinking about the auto dealership. Didn't care. Um, they're not important to me. So so there's no time invested in thinking about what happened or oh gosh that could because and that's another byproduct of being honest about the anger you feel at the time you feel it. I, normally, you know, I would have postponed it. I wouldn't have done anything or I would have waited until I blew up or something. But no, it's better, I think, to be honest and truthful about what you're feeling and why and, and express that and, and then go on. Not that you're going to change anything, not that you're going to fix anything, um, but, but that's, I think, these, these three lessons or four lessons in customer service. I didn't go deeply into the Chester European Auto experience because it was so fantastic as well. But I think you kind of get where I'm coming from. So when it comes to investing, you know, the challenge you have anytime there's a company that is doing customer services, how do you know the people servicing the customers are doing a good job and care about their job? Um, it's, a very, it's very much a challenging thing when you invest in companies that do customer service as part of their deal. So, I'm Hank for Invest Like a Honeybee. 
I really think this is, to me, it was like another master's class and MBA class and how to interact with customers and what customer service is and ask your customer what they want. All I wanted to do was to get Mary out of the rain and eat some great Indian food. And then you could bumble and stumble your way for an hour or two trying to put my, my tires on my car and I'd still be a customer and I'd probably still buy a car from you or two in the next few years, but not anymore. Bye-bye, Volkswagen Chatham, and hello, Spice and Curry Chatham, Lumberjack Restaurant, Windsor, and Chester European Auto in Chester, Nova Scotia. You have an amazing day, and we'll talk soon.